Hey, welcome back to Co-Pilots. But not exactly Co-Pilots. Well, at least not the review portion. This isn't Co-Pilots Review. This, no. This is just us shooting shit. Also known as Co-Pilots in the Cockpit. Welcome to In the Cockpit. You know, typically we don't let passengers up here. Do, do we not? Have I, uh, was I not supposed to be doing that? I've been charging like 50 bucks. It's a real safety violation, especially after 9-11. Mm. I mean, I don't think it's that bad as long as they don't push any buttons that's the rules i've been given as long as i don't push any buttons i gotta keep the job yeah okay so it is thursday june 11th yes that that is a day the day is important because today was the ps5 reveal trailer yes and some people watched it and other people worked yeah that's true that said i think i caught you up on most of the video game trailers he probably hit all the good ones for me i did not have you seen the ps5 itself yet <laughs> it's said okay, but <laughs> I love that picture. It's everything I want out of a console. Uh, like I want to get one and then just like get a picture of Kaiba's head, cut it out, and just tape it to the top of my PS5. Never play the thing. Just make my own Seto Kaiba figure. I mean, I think I haven't played my PS4 in at least four months, five months. That's weird, man. It's sad. I turned it on the other day so I could download the free games for the month, and I didn't even turn it on to do that. Ooh. I turned it on. Um, Oh, because my PlayStation Now was going to resubscribe, and I didn't want to resubscribe because I haven't used it. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, mm, I'm going to cancel that. It's almost like you have a gaming PC, and you use that instead. Yeah. And you don't play your backlog of PS4 games. I really need to. Sekiro is still begging me to play it. Sekiro begged me to look at its pretty art and then never touch it, because that's also, not my game type. I have all the Spider-Man DLC to play, which is which is actually relevant to the discussion, because Spider-Man got a new trailer for, for the new Spider-Man game. Coming out this holiday season. That is true. There wasn't a lot there. No. It, it was just Miles Morales being Spider-Man. I mean... No so, story elements, no plot elements. Just just a Miles Morales swinging around. There, we saw some technology hint, and stuff, but there's plot. no good hints about exactly who is what, or who mm-hmm. what is doing who and who is doing I'm what. I'm a little disappointed, though. I love Miles Morales, and I love how he was incorporated in the first game. Yeah, Miles is a great character. I'm just a little disappointed that we're leaving Peter behind so fast. I just hope the third game, we just skip all the way to 2099, and it's Miguel O'Hara now. And then Spider-Man 4 can be 2099, coming back to the present day, and have Peter Parker being the CEO of Parker Industries? No. No? No. As you know, no one talks about Parker Industries. We ignore that. <laughs> okay. So, Spider-Man was a little bit of a trailer. We didn't get a lot of that. I'm excited for it, because the first Spider-Man game was very good, and Somniac did good there. They did. Like... It just looked really pretty, and it's the most fun I've had swinging around as Spider-Man since the Spider-Man game for the early PS2. Mm-hmm. Also, Insomniac released another trailer today. Did you notice that? Like, I paid attention to the people who made the games. Ratchet and Clank. Ah, uh, yeah. That's Insomniac. I thought you would have caught that. I was immediately turned off when Clank was up by himself. I don't know. I, I just zoned out. I don't remember what the subtitle for that was, but... Uh, Rifts Apart? Rifts Apart, that's right. But we got a female ratchet. Or, you know, just another of his species. I think she's supposed to be a female ratchet. We are we are universe hopping here. Yeah. So that game. It uh, looks pretty. Um, I don't know. I enjoy the games, but I don't enjoy them enough to pay for them with actual money. I enjoy the concept of the games, but I pretty much hate platformers. So I know you do. It's because you're bad at them. That's at least 30% of the reason why I hate them, yeah. It's like 70% of the reason. 
Speaking of platformers, another one got spoiled. Uh, one I think that you have good history with, like the franchise. I mean, I liked like the one game I played of it. Um, Little Big Planet's getting a spinoff. Sackboy. Yeah, Boy. Sackboy Adventure. It looks alright. I mean, I, I like the designs for the other characters that are playable for co-op. Yeah. You, you didn't see that yet, I don't think. No, no, they showed uh, someone at the end of it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's all right. I mean, the most fun of that game is legitimately just, like, grabbing new items to throw on your sack boy and change their texture. I don't know. I've never played Little Big Planet. It's all right. Like, I don't know. It's a but, fun way to pass the time occasionally. I don't play it a lot. I only played it when I had a PSP. Aesthetically, I, I love the game, but I have no interest in actually playing it because it's a platformer. And there's been very few platformers in history I've enjoyed. Because you haven't played a lot of other platformers because you're bad at them, and thus you give up on them, so you rate them all as bad, and then you don't play good that, ones. That's not true. I don't rate them as bad. I just don't enjoy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you don't play the good ones. You're just like, oh, it's a platformer. I still don't care, so you just don't even go to Shotman. Like, and thus you say it's only 30% of the reason, whereas that's true. 30% of the reason why you don't like platformers is probably because you're not good at them. The other like 50% is probably because you don't play a lot of the good ones, and then the 20% is just the ones that you have played. You're not good at, and we're kind of bad at platformers. Okay, you're lambasting me because I don't like a style of game. This hurts No, me. I'm lambasting you because you say you don't like the style of game. That's fine. Okay, so I know what you're saying. I 100% get you. But you don't even give the good ones a shot, man. Because I, because I have to pay for them. And why would I pay for something I, I There are several don't that like. you don't have to pay for that I have. And I've been like, hey, I think you might actually like this one. And then you've never tried it. And uh, I've heard you roast said games before. Even though you've never tried them. Are we talking about Shantae? I mean, Shantae, Shovel Knight. I've never roasted Shovel yes, Knight. Yes, you have. No, I've not. I think Shovel Knight is insanely cool. I love Shovel Knight. I just have never played Shovel Knight. But yeah, I, no. From a conceptual point, I love Shovel Knight. There are several games that you just haven't tried that you wouldn't have to pay money to try. I love Prinny. Can I really be the hero? Yeah, and I think, really I think that's because that game is so hard that it doesn't matter that I'm bad at platformers. <laughs> These it, that game is hard for everybody. So like, that's why you have 999 lives. Like, yeah, the game was hard, and I love it. Like, it's so much fun. I also love Prinnies. If you haven't played this guy and don't know what Prinnies are, I'm sorry for your soul. Um, I'm not. I will instead be trapping your soul inside of a tiny stuffed penguin, and you will be used to fetch my things and run my errands and get paid one anchovy a month fuck you i'm not paying them i'm not generous <laughs> okay so two games from the playstation showcase and one game from an independent showcase that also took place today all had the same like base concept time loopy stuff i'm excited for all three of them the first one being i don't know i'm as excited for time loops right now as i am for fruit loops by which i mean like never they're overdone. I see things about them too much, and I just don't care. Okay, but Returnal looks good, right? The name is terrible, but, like, the game itself looked cool. Eh. Okay, fair. I mean, maybe not um, fair. You're, you're being very... I mean, I like, like, psychological tension games and stuff. I, that's what it seems to be building itself as. But you know what else I like? Original sci-fi plots. Few and far between. Yeah. Uh, so, that's re- Returnal is... A woman, she lands on a planet, she gets attacked, she dies. Lies, lies. She does not land. She crashes. She crashes on a planet. Crash She lands. gets attacked. She dies. She crashes on a planet. She gets attacked. She dies. And the planet seems to be changing each time because it's messing with her brain. Okay, that's fine. I'm all right. I'm interested in it. Uh, gameplay looks like the actual gameplay looks a little meh. Mm-hmm. 
but the story and the world around it looks fun. I mean, it it just looks like it's a slowly adapting story thriller game, and I've played a lot of those, and this one's just basing it off of a time loop thing. Okay. You forget, like, the general story there is things that I've played a lot more than you, so I'm more burnt out on them than you are. That's fair. I'm going to say my favorite time loop game out of these three for the last one to talk about. So the next one is a game called Quantum League. It Which from um, Independent Showcase. I'm also not interested in. That's because you don't like co-op shoot. Like though it does look better than Returnal, in my opinion. That's because you don't like arena shooters, though, right? Like it's because I don't like shooters. You don't like shooters where you play against the other people. I just don't like shooters in general. I'll you play like a shooter if it has a good story. That's it. Borderlands. I mean, it has an amusing story, and I mainly just play because it it's a couch co-op game, and I miss good couch co-op games. Yeah, that's fair. So Quantum League is. As a concept, really confusing. If you watch the trailer, you're not going to learn anything about the game. But it's essentially a sport in the world of Quantum League where people kill each other for fun, but nobody actually dies because it's like a time loop. And so you spawn, and you go kill, you go try to kill each other, and then you respawn, and then your old spawn also keeps going. So you end up with like four or five of you running around. Okay, so think about like Ghost Racers from old video games. The previous you that died is now the ghost shooter, and they're running around, but you can interact with said ghost shooter. Their bullets can still hurt people. Yes. You can still kill them. So the game's just tracking what you previously did, and then it's replaying that while you're then playing over it again, and it's keeping track of these and the path of the bullets and everything. So it's like someone captured your previous gameplay and is running it on the same actual gameplay engine. I think it looks really cool. Like, as a concept. Oh, no, no. I think his concept is cool. Like I said, the concept is cool. It's just definitely not for me. I also think, as a concept, it's very alienating, and it's either going to flop or actually do really well. That's true. So that brings us to the last time loop game, and that's Deathloop. So uh, I actually have a few things to say about this one. One, it's from Bethesda and Arcane. Mm-hmm. Correct. So the people who made Dishonored. And the people that made Fallout. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was being more specific about Dishonored, because Arcane has a hand in Dishonored, but it does not have a hand in Fallout. That's fair, yeah. But, so when it opens, and I'm looking at everything... Stylistically, it still feels like with the Dishonored stuff, but it's more modern, so because of the art style and just like how they've approached things, it looks more Bioshocky to me. The gameplay looks very Bioshocky. Yes. But I mean, so did Dishonored to begin with to me? Like, the powers and things just screamed Bioshock to me, but that's fine. But no, the three elements that this game appear to exist in my head are Bioshock, Dishonored, and because of the dialogue, it feels like a generic Samuel L. Jackson character. Which sounds like a bad thing, but I enjoy it. That said, the game is about a a hitman, or an assassin, I guess, and he has been blacklisted by the society that he lives in, which is a society of hitmen or assassins, and while he's trying to escape, he's also caught in a time loop. So every time they kill him, he respawns from the beginning and has to do it all over again. I don't know. It didn't look like it was all the way from the very beginning, from the way the gameplay was happening, but more like you hit like spawn points and then you loop back yeah. to that. Yeah. So it's a lot of die, respawn, go, uh, which honestly has it's been a lot a of fast staying feature in current games that kind of annoys me. Yes, I was gonna say it's actually become a feature of a lot of games I've enjoyed. Sekiro, Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Continue with your Souls likes games. I don't like. I was also gonna start listing Metroidvanias, which that's a huge part of Metroidvanias. I do like Metroidvania. So it looks cool. I think the trailer for for um, Deathloop is by far the best trailer from the event. Everything about the trailer is just 
super stylized and awesome. It is indeed very stylized. It's also part of what gives it the 70s, 80s yeah, it's, feel. It's got a lot of like movie filling elements to it as well. So yeah. I forgot to show you a trailer. I don't know if it matters in the long run because I don't... Are you a fan of the Hitman games? Hitman 1 and 2? I mean, Hitman's kind of enjoyable sometimes. So Hitman 3 got a trailer. All right. Um, just the fact that Deathloop is about assassins and Hitman made, made me yeah. think of that. Uh, the game looks pretty. Like, I'm not talking about the gameplay, just... Like most things on the PS5 look. Honestly, that's been the, the biggest takeaway from the whole event to me, is everything looks super pretty. Yeah. And that brings me to games that I know nothing about yet, that I'm still that I'm super intrigued by. Little Devil Inside. That's a very good point. Little Devil Inside, artistically, is super stylized and I like it, but I have no idea about anything about it like i have no idea what's going on in that game um well clearly the story is split between an old man who lives in a house and and then some weird adventurer who looks kind of like guts from berserk and maybe lives inside the old man i mean that's your theory you can have whatever theory you want and um yeah no that's what that's what i got yeah, no. That's you fight about, monsters, you run around on things, ride it, around on things, run around through things. It, at first, I thought the segments with the guy who we have no idea what's going on with that outside of like the, the story with the old man, I thought it was kind of like parodying other games because like, the first part feels very Witcher with the cockatrice chasing you. Yeah. And then there's a moment in the desert that really reminds me of the game Journey. Journey's fun though, man. And, like, it has all these things that remind me of other games. Um, there's the underwater scene that I was like, ooh, Abzu. And I felt like it was paying homage to a lot of these games, but I have no idea. There's nothing to, there's nothing to go on. Um, there really isn't. So more games. Part of me wondered if at the very beginning, before we saw more of the old man stuff, mm-hmm. if this was, like, the old man revisiting things in his past as he was thinking. And then I got thinking, perhaps it's like a story he's telling. Mm-hmm. It could be like t- because his story. house that we see him is is filled with books. Yeah. And every time we like cut to him after something particularly in- exciting has happened, he also appears to like be thinking almost. So. So, Josh was just thinking of a movie that he was trying to relate to what I was thinking the Devil Inside might be, and he was thinking of the Princess Bride, and he just spent about the past minute. Describing the basis, uh, the base elements of Princess Bride to me, trying to remember, and I'm just going to keep talking and referencing the fact that he failed to remember the Princess Bride, because he intends to cut this, and... Okay, I forgot the Princess Bride. I didn't forget the movie, I just forgot the title. That's my bad, but that's, that's kind of what you're comparing the devil inside. I mean, I guess, little, kind little of. Little devil inside, little devil inside. Well, well, maybe so, it's a whole Page Master situation, man. It could be a Page Master situation. Page Master's good. Uh, that's a stretch. Have you watched it in the last four or five years? Yes. Two years not, ago. It does not hold up well. No, Page Master's great. Fuck you. Okay. Um, a couple other games we know nothing about other than what they look like. Um, Pragmata. I was right about two things. Not a real city. Not real earth. That's all I know. A uh, dude in a spacesuit and a tiny robot girl. Theoretically a robot girl, according to him. Though there is definitely a robot cat. I thought it was more like a hologram cat. I mean, it appeared to flicker, but it appeared to show up around the exoskeleton of a fake cat. Oh, damn it. I forgot to show you the trailer for Stray. Sucks. 
No, Stray looks amazing. You play as a cat in a world where humans no longer exist and everything is run by robots. I have a real, real important question here. Yeah. Am I Jellicle? I have no idea if you're a Jellicle cat. I don't know if you'll listen to... The top side. I need to get to the top side. The heavy side layer. That's the heavy side. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Man, coming at me because I don't remember Princess Bride's title, but you can't Oh, remember. no. I don't remember things about a horrible musical that shouldn't exist. I don't think the musical is, in, is typically viewed as horrible. Um, it is by me, and it has been since I've heard of its existence when I was, like, seven. It's just the, the most recent movie. Um, the movie is bad, but also I have seen the musical, and I hate the musical, too. Okay. Following to the next game we almost know nothing about, Jesses, how do you feel about bug snacks? They make chewy sounds on their audio, and that always makes me twitch, and I hate it, and it triggers me so hard. Sometimes I want to punch people, and this asshole decided to show me this game where they make annoying and apparently fairly accurate chewing sounds. So, um, no. Just no. Also, he started it with, this is adorable. It's just... <laughs> Things of food attached to weird things walking well, around. They're, they're bug snacks. They're bugs yeah, yeah, yeah. that are also they're food. They're supposed to imitate snacks. And then they walk around because they're made of food. And then you you are what you eat. The entire game is you are what you eat. Yeah. Um, I have no I, idea I what, how the gameplay works. I don't find it but... interesting. I don't think it's adorable. And the only thing I found that I really want to eat is human. <laughs> That's. I, I think the game looks adorable. I um, don't. I hope the gameplay is actually good. We know nothing about the gameplay yet. And that brings me to the last game on my list. That is games that we know nothing about that look really fun or look really good or that I think look intriguing. That's Goodbye Volcano High. I really like the like look of this game. It displays itself, in my opinion, the same way a visual novel does. Yeah, okay. With worse voice acting than most visual novels. But fully animated cutscenes. A lot of visual novels have those nowadays, Josh. Oh. Yeah. A lackluster story compared to the bit that I have from other things. Yes? I have a question. Yeah. If visual novels are no longer defined by the They're just that... anime. They're just anime where you make the choices. That's all they are nowadays. So does that mean Telltale games are... Basically, yeah. Life is Strange is a... They're basically Viz novels, yeah. I'm not going to get on the Life is Strange tangent but, uh, right now. Like, we... cutscenes in some visual novels have things. It's, it's funny because if we review Life is Strange, um, I think our take on the first two episodes, if we just review those in isolation of the rest of the series... <clears throat> Which we can't do to our own rules, but we could do it to the sequel. But like, if we, if we didn't have our own rules and we hadn't finished Life is Strange, our interpretation of the first two chapters would really belay how we actually feel about that game series. True. Very true. Because I thought the first chapter was pretty okay. Other than when Max said Final Fantasy was her favorite movie? That's not a movie. That's a piece of filth that corrodes at my soul every day because I watched it. And then the second chapter, I don't quite remember where that cuts off. Anyways. Um, I don't know, man. Episode 1 and 2 were actually okay. It's really episodes 4 and 5 that destroy the game for me. Well, let's not get into that. Let's just continue. Okay. Um, I have one more game to talk about from the reveals. And that is Kina... And the Bridge of Spirits? Um, so of Spirits. apparently some people are comparing it to like Ghibli style of art. And I would just like to point out, no. It's, I've seen the comparison on Twitter. People calling it Ghibli. Um, one, just stylistically art style. It looks much more studio like a Coraline Corpse. That's not Corpse Bride. 
Is it? I think it might be. I think they did nine at least. Well, I get what you're saying. Kubo and the two strings, right? Yeah, Kubo and the two strings. Like, one, if it's much more with, honestly, Kino looks more like it has a cultural relation to, like, Chinese myth and lore than it does Japanese. And even Kino's, like, art style looks much more like Kubo than, like, any Ghibli character I can think of. I feel like the correlation to Ghibli was just, here's this young child, and here's these nature spirit things. It must be Ghibli. Um, That's not how this works. They're nature spirits? Is that... I, I mean, there was some weird nature stuff going on, so I would assume that's people's, like, thoughts. My mind correlated them to Poros. I wasn't thinking the tiny things. I was thinking, like, when he was in the water. Oh. Stuff like that. I, I thought the little black things were, like, Poro-likes. I know you don't know what a Poro is because you don't play anything in League of Legends. I have played it a few times. Poros are, like, these little, cute little things that exist in League of Legends world, and they're adorable. I guarantee you people were just making the Ghibli comparison to suit sprites. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that game looks cool, too. I actually think that game... Oh, yeah, no, that game actually looks really, really good. I just stand by it. looks much more like Kubo and the Two Strings. And, in fact, its name even sounds more like Kubo and the Two Strings than anything Ghibli I can think of. Kina, the Bridge or, of Spirits. Or anything Ghibli I can see, because I can look over at this bookshelf where I have over half of Ghibli's movies in a Blu-ray format. Oh, uh, I, I lied. There's one more game I want to talk about that we haven't hit on yet. Two more games. One I just want to say I'm super excited for, and I hope it's not as bad as another game I'm super excited for, and that was Godfall. I'm super excited for the look of Godfall. I just hope it's not Anthem 2, in that it's a, it's a game where you play a super armored dude and it looks cool, but it's complete trash. I mean, to me, it just looks like God doll. You're the worst. Thank you. The, the, pun, the poem is bad, and I know the this. The other game I'm excited for, and I'm a pre-order as soon as I get the chance... And I want to say, I don't support pre-order culture, don't pre-order games, is Horizon Forbidden West. Ah, yes. The sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, the only thing that I really paid attention to notice was they have elephant robots now with tusks that have lots of sharp things on them. They also have a giant tortoise, but that's not nearly as interesting. Giant snapping turtle? Yeah. Not nearly as interesting. I'm super excited. Horizon Zero Dawn is easily one of my top five favorite games of all time, probably. So the sequel makes me happy, makes me excited. I just realized I forgot another game. Is it the same one I thought of you that you forgot? Village. Yes, um, Resident Evil Evil's 8. remake of Resident Evil Four. It's like they remembered everything that made Resident Evil Four popular. Except this has a werewolf and what looks like a witch's coven. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's just, hey, people like this weird city setting that's secluded, and then we have a giant castle setting inside of it, and we have Dude, the these poor people of, and some really big people. We get one shot of, like, the opening area of that castle, yeah. and it looks like the Resident Evil 1 mansion. Vaguely. Like, it's got the tile floor, the red carpet, the staircase. Like, it looks like the Resident Evil 1 mansion. I, when I saw the trailer, I didn't know it was the Resident Evil trailer because I was watching the reveal event, and they didn't drop any game game names until the end of the trailers. Um, so I was looking at the game, and I was like, oh, this looks like a really cool horror game. I'm super excited about this. And then Resident Evil came up after it said Village. I was like trying to figure out how to pronounce Village because it was V I dot I I dot H because they separated the Roman numerals for eight to make it look at the word Village. I was like, how do they pronounce that? V la la H? And then it was like Resident Evil 8. And I was really upset because. Resident Evil has a lot of baggage. And if this was just like Resident Evil 7 where they completely ignored hey the guys, baggage. Chris has different art yet again. 
even from the end of seven, which he looks a lot older. So either we got a massive time skip, or they've just decided to completely redesign the way Chris looks for like the eighteenth fucking time. That's my point. Resident Evil has so much baggage, and we they can't char- even decide what a character looks like. And we get a character named Chris in this game, which means people immediately assume it's Chris Redfield, especially because they put it as a singer at the end after revealing the game name. Yep. I would be more excited about this game if it wasn't attached to the Resident Evil name. Yes, I think uh, Capcom should hang up the Resident Evil hat and just take their ideas for Resident Evil because it's no longer sticking to straight zombies like Resident Evil was. There's a werewolf. Yes, I feel like they should hang up the Resident Evil hat. To be fair... And just start making horror games. Has Resident Evil really just been straight zombies since like Resident Evil 3? I mean, it hasn't even since 1. They had giant plant monsters. Oh, yeah. No. But, like, they've done a lot of other stuff and kind of abandoned zombies the farther and farther they've gotten into it. But, okay, so plant monsters still, like, bio-mutants, but, like, Resident Evil 4 had, like, giant troll things and... Yeah, like, the farther and farther they've gotten, the more and more they've abandoned, like, their zombie, like, aspects. Yeah. Like, at least in 1, 2, and 3, and 0, and Veronica Files, and Outbreak, and Outbreak 2, and many more. Yeah, there's so many spinoffs. Zombies are at least there. Like, even if we add something else, we still keep the zombie element. RE4, we don't have zombies. There are no zombies. No, we, we got villagers infected with a parasite. Yes. RE5, we have some zombies. Not... RE5 actually has a lot of zombies. Yeah, but RE5 wasn't great. I... The AI companion in that yeah, game... Yeah, I think my main problem is I tried to play with the AI companion and the AI was bad. Mm-hmm. I skipped Resident Evil 6 because Resident Evil 5 turned me off. Yeah. And I've skipped Resident Evil 7 because I accidentally watched streams of it. And I now... watched the entire stream. Um, do you want to know how many zombies that game has? Three. No. Two? No. Absolutely one. I mean, not even that, technically. Is it zero? Yeah. It's, it's just weird old lady, not old lady thing. I mean, at least like she's a, a mutant thing affecting other things, but it's it's not... I just feel like at a point they need to accept the fact that, hey, we've strayed really, really far from what this was. We're not even working with our main characters anymore for the most part. Like, we should just be making horror games so we're not tying ourselves to this other baggage. The reason they haven't done it, of course, is because Resident Evil still has clout and name. Resident Evil just passed, I think it was, 100 million units sold across its entire franchise. Yeah. Like, literally this week, which is a huge accomplishment. That's a lot of games. I mean, there's like 40 games in the series... But that's a lot of games. Yeah, I mean, they've sold a lot, but give me a moment. I'm going to see how many Resident Evil games exist. Okay, well, you do that. Um, I'm a, I want to switch topics, switch gears real fast. We've been talking about video games for a lot here, and we're not a video game podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before you do that. Okay. Resident Evil. Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Resident Evil Survivor. Resident Evil Code Veronica. Resident Evil Gaiden. I don't know what that is, but it exists. Resident Evil Survivor 2 Code Veronica. Resident Evil Remake. Resident Evil Zero, Resident Evil Dead Aim, Resident Evil Outbreak, Resident Evil Outbreak File Number Two, Resident Evil Four, Resident Evil Deadly Silence, Resident Evil F- The Umbrella Chronicles, Resident Evil Five, Resident Evil The Dark Side Chronicles, Resident Evil The Mercenaries 3D, Resident Evil Revelations, Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, Resident Evil Six, Resident Evil Revelations Two, Umbrella Corps. That's a different game, not Resident Evil Revelations Two. Resident Evil Seven Biohazard, Resident Evil Two Remake, Resident Evil Three Remake, Resident Evil Eight Village. And then they also have um, some, it might be the Umbrella Corp game where you uh, play against other people. No, no, that's not that. They have another game that's not listed on this thing I'm looking at where some people play as a mastermind and other people play as people trying to get through a test area. Is that the Resident Evil 3 multiplayer thing that 
is part of Resident Evil Three. Or... Is that all in Resident Evil Three? I can't remember. If, like, I can't remember if it actually came out with Resident Evil Three. I don't think it came out with it. Or if it's a separate game entirely. I like, think it's a separate game. I played it briefly. I know it was go. supposed to be. I know Resident Evil Three was supposed to have a multiplayer mode, but I don't know if they like cut that out and made it a separate game or not. I think they may have. I remember I played a brief bit of it not too long ago, and it was um. Ugh. Okay. Its so, mechanics weren't bad, but it just wasn't for me. How many Resident Evil games is that? Um, you can figure it out when you go back through and edit. Okay. Count them for me. Uh, yeah, but then our audience has to count them separately. Audience, I have a game for you. Take a shot every time I just said Resident Evil, and as I continue to say the word Resident Evil. So. In that instance, here, here's five shots for you. Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil. I have to now put a disclaimer here. Don't take shots when he says Resident Evil. You might give yourself alcohol poisoning. Double tap, baby. Take two shots. He's right. Okay, so spinning off of Resident Evil real fast. That's another one. Let's talk about TV shows. What have you been watching? The podcast is a TV show podcast in its most basic form. Okay. I recently watched Love on Netflix, which is a really good rom-com television series that Netflix has. It's a Netflix original. What's Love about? I'm asking because I, I was vaguely intrigued by it at one point. But then I kept confusing it with another show in my head. Random guy and random girl meet in random happenstance after a weird day. They then proceed to have a weird day together, become friends. They eventually date. It is very awkward at times, but also very amusing. Some of their friends date. It is also amusing and awkward at the same time. Okay. You know what show I was confusing it with? What? Um, and it's not because the plot lines are anything similar. It's exclusively because the fonts for the show's titles are similar. You. You is also really good. Uh, it's been a while since I watched that, but I enjoyed it. At least the first season. The, the fonts for the shows are very similar. Yeah. What um, about you? Anything you've been watching? I have some more stuff I've been watching, but let's kick to you for a moment. Can I, can I go on my... Uh, let me time my life and see if I can exist that long. But yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I'm pretty sure on the previous episode of, of In the Cockpit... I suggested everybody go see Outer Banks. Um, you did. Fairly certain. At least two people I recommended that show to came back and told me it was great. Justice never really came back and told me what he thought of it. I don't like to talk to him. I just do it for this podcast. Yep. That's some pretty true facts. That said, if you guys liked Outer Banks, or even if you didn't like Outer Banks, this show is nothing like Outer Banks, follow my next suggestion very carefully because... It completely changed how I rate TV shows going forward. The show is called Money Heist. That's the name you'll find it under on Netflix. It's actually a Spanish show that's been dubbed and that Netflix picked up and paid for two more seasons of. The Spanish name is, I think, La Casa de Papel? Yeah, that's close. House of Paper. Man, I was really dreading trying to say that in Spanish. My not English is very bad. The show is so good. It... I can't. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but the show itself is obviously a heist show. It's about robbing. In the first, in the first two seasons, the um, Spanish National Bank, no, not the National Bank, the Mint, where they print the money. Yes, th- those are different things. Those are different things, um, and it's very good, and the characters are all very enjoyable. But because the show centers around criminals nobody is guaranteed to make it to season two or season three or season four and the show has a lot of i I never mentioned this to you but the show really feels like an oceans 
type of show, like Ocean's 9, 10, 11. Oh. Okay. Um, You've made it less interesting for me. And that, and by that I mean, like, we, we get the heist going on, but we also jump back to before the heist and the planning and stuff and back and forth. I know. I know what you mean. Okay, but you have to know I'm not a huge fan of the Ocean's movies. The only thing that's pulled that off well is Leverage. Leverage is amazing. Yes, that's what I... Like, Money compared to I don't think compared to leverage for me. Money heist is amazing. To be fair, I compared it to oceans because the, ca- the cast is also very large. I think there's like nine or ten people in the first robbery. Ooh, ooh, small cast is better. Continue, continue. Rant about your show. I'm gonna. I, I will rant about my show. So I I, fir- I want to deeply apologize to the audience because I would have saved this show for the podcast, but Netflix lists it as parts, not seasons. So I saw the four episodes in the preview grid and thought when it said four parts that it just was those four episodes, so 45 minutes parts. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll binge this in three hours and be done. I've heard really good things. I finished episode, I finished episode three, and I was like, how is this going to wrap up? There's no way that this can finish. And then I found out that there was at least six more episodes because it, because it had a full season. Yeah, exactly. I, I was a little bit of gassed. And then I was like, well, Netflix messed up before. They... Once upon a time, said that the OVA episodes for Seven Deadly Sins was an entire new season. Do you remember that? For those of you at home, I'm, I've been miming this entire rant, because I've heard it multiple times now, to list things I have pretended to kill myself. Been aghast when I realized I would, didn't die. Question things to, our, to any lord or savior okay. or creator that exists. Um, I've been astonished by the fact that it wasn't that. Okay, but... I'm not stopping this time. You can't make me. I have a question for you. Yes. You remember when 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 they posted the Seven Deadly Sins? For I was o- getting there before you cut me oh. off. Yes, I do remember. Okay. That's what I say. And I pretended to cry when he mentioned that one. So, Seven Deadly Sins is an anime on Netflix. It's pretty good. The first season was never finished. The second season because I'm terrible at finishing things. But they posted four. It ups- was more not good. I will. It was, it was very dull and slow second yes, season. Yes, very much so. But they posted the four episode OVA that came out, and they listed it as a second season. And not only did they list it as a second season, they emailed everybody that had ever watched the first season of Seven Deadly Sins and was like, "Season two, Seven Deadly Sins available now." Um, it wasn't. It wasn't available then. <laughs> it was four episodes OVA. The worst part was I started those four episodes and I didn't check how many episodes it was because I was like, oh, it's a complete season. I did. And then I finished the four episodes and there wasn't more episodes. It was a good OVA, though. And for those of you who don't know what an OVA stands for, it's just original video animation. Yeah, it's outside of the seasons. And honestly, the OVA kind of contradicts some of the stuff from the end of season one. Yes. But that was really disappointing and that's just what I thought was going on with Money Heist like it says four parts and instead it's a full season and then you were confused because then it was just randomly an OVA and everything (laughs) was animated now that's exactly where I was and the English dub didn't match the original dub it turned out four parts meant four seasons yeah that's exactly where I was and the dub you're right the dub did not match the original like the lip flaps do not line up Um, that said if you're okay with subs I would suggest watching Money Heist in Spanish I would have watched it in Spanish, but I didn't know it was originally in Spanish until, like, episode two. Anyways, that's my show rant. Money Heist is amazing. It's recalibrated how I think of rating TV shows, and I'm super excited for season five if we ever get it. It's never going to happen just to spite you. Probably. A lot of shows I love get canceled. I know they do. And then I laugh. Wayne? Yeah. 
Speaking of when, I think we owe the, the listening audience an explanation. So I'm pretty sure we said we were going to review that entire show for this episode. Yeah, uh, we were going to, and then we didn't. Turns out eight episodes is a lot to watch in one sitting. Especially when your work has started back up. Because COVID restrictions are being lifted in Indiana. They're being lifted in lots of places across the country, and it's not great. So we promise for the, ne- for the next interstitial episode we will get that Wayne content out for you. But we also just wanted to give some people some more time to watch it because I've heard from a, a, few cu- people. a couple listeners, which might be all of our listeners, that they wanted to watch the series before we talked about before it. Before we spoiled more. more of it, yeah. So now you got a couple weeks, well, almost a month now, to sit down watch those 10 episodes of Wayne. And then we'll come back at it and tell you what we thought of all those episodes of Wayne. And you can disagree with us about things. Spoilers. We thought they were good. I mean, we already spoiled that kind of ish when we mentioned that we planned on watching the rest of it. Yeah, but we have watched all of it. And we still like it. Yeah. So that's Wayne. That's also Money Heist. You were watching something else recently, and I don't remember what it was, but it's about old ladies. Grace and Frankie, also on Netflix. Which I thought was a Will and Grace spinoff. No, no. Any Will and Grace spinoff I watch would just be about Jack, because Jack is fabulous. See, I've been avoiding Grace and Frankie's. I thought it was a Will and Grace spinoff, and I, for some reason, just can't get into 90s sitcoms. They don't I know you can't. mesh with me. Frasier, Seinfeld, Mind Friends, you, Frasier is good. Seinfeld Grace. is bad. Will and Grace is all Ro- right. Roseanne. Roseanne's okay. I mean, Roseanne's earlier episodes are better than its later episodes. Well, obviously, the later episodes got the show canceled. <laughs> I wasn't talking about the very latest episodes, but yes. Oh, there's one more show you were watching that you haven't told the people about. Do you want to admit to that one real fast? Ah, yes. I have also been watching Smallville because I finished with Grace and Frankie after I finished with Love. And and I wanted something, just something on the background that wouldn't be too intriguing or interesting because I was really tired but couldn't fall asleep. And so Hulu suggested it to me my For You section. I'd already seen lots of it from when I was younger. I watched the first four or five seasons. Yeah, I think that's about what I watched. And so I was like, sure, I can just throw this on and probably pass oh, out to it. Actually, I know exactly where I stopped watching. Flash. Ah, yes. Uh, second uh, second time Flash around. Um, it's when Flash and Clark race. Like, that was the last episode I ever saw. Uh, I'm pretty sure you saw it when he came back because you were actually happy that Flash managed to beat Superman the second time he showed up. Oh, maybe. Because you were really angry the first time. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that sounds like me, because I have a deep soft pot, spot in my heart for superheroes that, that are underrated by the masses. Although, today, in this world, I don't think Flash is underrated anymore. No, no, definitely not. But I think a decade ago, a decade and a half ago, when I was watching this show... Oh, yeah. No, people only cared about Superman, really, And Aqu- DC. Aquaman got trashed on back then, too. Yeah, but now he's represented by the beautiful and awesome Jason Momoa. But, so I started watching it because of that, and because of a amazing podcast that i mean you should check out it's it's definitely better than this it's called system mastery they're fantastic and system mastery reviews tabletop role-playing games but they have a sister show called called movie mastery where they review movies and all their shows have related bonus content yes they also have a thing called expanded expanded universe which is about reviewing star wars books chapters by chapters it's hilarious and fantastic and the bonus content for that is amazing but the reason why it relates to Smallville, though, is their movie mastery now has actual bonus content Which called, is called TV Mastery, and they're just reviewing a show episode by episode. Maybe not the entirety of the show, but like a first season like a or season, somewhat. Yeah, yeah. And they're reviewing Smallville. 
So I'd already been thinking about picking it back up just to see how horrible it actually is because it's been forever since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And then Hulu suggested it, so and that's what I'm doing with my life now. And it is. It is bad. The thing that their review of the TV show Smallville has made me realize is Smallville was the archetypical Riverdale or Flash or Arrow, like where it's this show based on a comic book property that is a drama meant for teens. Yes. And that's what Smallville was. So normally this is the part of the show where we would show all our information in our email, our Twitter, our Discord now, our website, you know. But instead of that, we have something a little bit more important, actually a lot more important that we'd rather talk about at the moment. We, we just want to say that like with everything going on in the world, all the fucked up shit, which there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. And like not even touching on like the smaller shit, like if you play Magic the Gathering, there's some fucked up shit going on over there too, but. Well, I thought we weren't touching on the smaller shit. That's what I said. I'm not touching on it. I'm not going into details. There's a bunch of stuff going on in the in the magic community that I'm not touching on, but the bigger stuff going on. Like the protests going on relating to George Floyd's death. But because of stuff like that that's going on, we want to make it very clear where we stand on these issues, because even though we're not on a large platform, we're not verified, we don't have 10,000 followers or whatever, what we say and what we do as individuals still matter. And we support the Black Lives Matter movement. We're making donations to these causes, and we support this movement, and we're doing what we can to help support it. Yes. Um, As we hope all of you are, too, or at the very least, helping support it in your actions and in what you believe. 